back, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Wooten Radio. Today we've got a super special guest for you. We're joined by the one and only Kelsey. Kelsey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, doing great, doing great. This is a chilly winter morning here in Memphis. And, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's nowhere near as cold as it is in New York. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It's yeah, it's cold over here. here. <laughs> it was cold here today. <laughs> right on, right on. We got killed with the snowstorm last night, so. It's oh man, it's cold, oh, we're not yeah. that cold. We're just yeah. in the four, we're in the forties, so you know down south that's here. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's heaven compared to this. <laughs> so you should. Oh man, you should so feel, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> oh, so we don't get any brownie points for the cold weather, no? Oh, God, no. <laughs> we, got killed, we got killed last night. No, there's no way. No way. Oh, <laughs> Although it's no. not as bad as Boston and, and, you know, other places. But we still got we got our fair share last night. So, oh, <laughs> no, man. you don't get any brownie points. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. okay. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, speaking of cold weather, um, you're, you're no – you're not foreign to it. I mean, you grew up in Chicago, right? Um, what was it like yeah. growing, up, growing up there in Chi-Town? Um, Chicago was great. I, I was there up until um, high school, and I, I went to college. So I grew up, like, in the city, High Park, Southside area, um, and then eventually went to – we moved to the suburbs when I was um, in middle school, and then I ended up going back for high school. I went to a performing arts high school. So um, I love Chicago. It was like everything that I could have wanted as far as growing up as a, you know, a black girl in, in, in the city. It had so many opportunities to, you know, pursue my art. I started dancing when I was really young, and that's kind of how I got my start in performing in theater. Um, and it was just always a really warm, family-oriented kind of life. I had a very warm childhood with lots of friends and family always around, and um, I love Chicago. It's too cold for me now, so I can't live there anymore, but um, <laughs> I also, I really, really love Chicago a lot, and um, yeah, I, I'm very grateful that I actually got to grow up there, because I think it's, it's really an ideal place for families, you know, even though all the crap you hear in the news, it's still a really awesome place. To, to live and grow up, and it wasn't as bad as it is now when uh, when I was younger. So um, I really enjoyed living in Chicago. Absolutely, yeah. I uh, I mean, I didn't grow up there. I, I spent the summer um, summer there in um, 2005 for an internship, and yeah, I okay. enjoyed it. I thought it, that it was a really really great city, kind of like a smaller, cleaner New York. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I was only there for like three months, but it was my time there was amazing. The people, the food. Uh, there's always uh-huh. something going on, and it was just, mm-hmm. it was just fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> were your um, were your friends and family, uh, specifically your family, because I know you mentioned them a lot. Were they really supportive of you? getting involved with the art and just kind of pursuing your dreams growing up? Yeah, my, my parents were always pretty supportive. Luckily, you know, we, my parents were worked really hard and could afford 
I could afford to go to dance class and we could afford to go, you know, to, to actually most, I started dancing. So that's really how I got, got started. And so um, they were very supportive. My, my dad was always, for a while, was always like, well, maybe when you go to college, you might want to think about, you know, double majoring or getting a minor or whatever, but it was never, um, it was never discouraging me from doing it. I was very, very, very lucky. I think my parents are wonderful human beings and really, really supported my dream when I had told them that this is what I wanted to do. You know, they were on board when I, when they knew that I was officially, you know, convinced that that was how my journey was going to go. So they never really doubted me. From a young age, I remember convincing my dad in eighth grade that I really wanted to go to this performing arts high school because I knew that it was what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And in eighth grade, what do you, I mean, what, how old are you, 13? So yeah. I, was, I was very convicted at a young age that this is what I wanted to do, and I needed to go to the performing arts high school so that I could, you know, have a career in art. So i very fortunate to have an awesome, awesome family. That's awesome. So, uh, if I may ask, what was what was kind of the catalyst that got you interested in the arts? Did you um, see somebody else that you just really connected with, and was that kind of like what fostered your love for it, or did you do it kind of did you get into it on kind of like a whim? How did it work? Well, I guess since I started dancing since I was like four years old, so I always like had that. You know, and that's just everybody throws their kids into dance classes. You know, that's just what you do as a, as having a little girl if they're remotely interested. So I feel like that's how I started being on stage. Um, and then my actual my first like passion is musical theater. That's how I really started. And I the thing that got me in and decided that I wanted to do it was I saw my first musical. Um, I was like in fourth grade, and we went to the older middle school and saw like the fifth graders put on a musical, and I was completely just blown away. Um, I feel like it was something silly like School Hall Rock musical or something. It wasn't anything like <laughs> amazing. It was just like, it was just like a simple like kids musical, but I was so enthralled. And then again, I remember watching so that was the first time I remember watching that musical, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I think I want to do this. And then, again, the following year, we went back to the school to watch the older kids do another musical. And I think it was Godspell. It was Godspell. And I was just like, oh, man, this is awesome. So that was when I started to – that was when, like, the musical theater bug kind of hit me. And I was like, oh, I, I think I need to do this. And I had been singing in choir, so I had some – ability as well and so it was like all three in one and I thought that was just kind of the best thing in the world so that's where I got started with the musical theater and like Broadway stuff that's why I moved uh, to New York City to do so I love it I love it yeah I saw that you have like an extensive background in theater um and you know you've done TV as well most of our listeners know you from the work that you've done on TV um but yeah. your work in theater, I think, has been paramount. You know what I mean? It it, it really laid the foundation for you. Um, what would you say? I guess out of out of the two, which do you like better? Do you like television better or theater? I've heard that with theater, mm-hmm. um, you have to act big because you know it's it's really just you, the stage, and the audience. So you have to project more and you have to act really, really big, whereas with television, I hear yeah. it's smaller, and 
there's it's more subtle. Is, is that true? Yeah, I mean, to some extent, I think that's definitely like the the vague general idea. Um, but and like the theater is, yes, you know, you're on a stage performing in front of thousands of people. People have to see, you know, have to see what you're doing. They have to hear what you're doing. But at the end of the day, still, I, I do believe that theater and TV are similar as far as like people do want to see you and like who you are and what you bring to the character. So it's, the, it's like the the technique for theater and TV are completely different and you cannot, they don't cross over, but, um, you know, theater and yeah, theater is definitely a bigger medium. You have to be louder. You have to be bigger with your movements so that the audience can see. Um, I think that I like both of them. <laughs> I like theater and I'll always love like dancing and singing. That's like how I got started in this business. Um, but I, right now is stronger is a stronger desire just because of the stories that I get to tell um unfortunately I feel like theater especially Broadway which is what I do you know I've been in some Broadway shows it's much more commercial and you know things that are taken from movies and and books and like so it's not you don't get to create story as much in theater on the, on the grand scale. Yes, you can put on a play or write your own show, but I'm talking like, you know, Broadway, like it's how I pay my bills, you know, like they're yeah. their own <laughs> creative storytelling. It's just, you fit into this role, you fit into this track, this ensemble, this, this role, this is, it's already created for you. With TV, I feel like you only get the role, well, this is my personal feeling, you only get the roles that are truly meant for you and that truly you know, uh, are something that you can master. And so I like being able to, TV really wants to see you. They want to see your personality. And you can create a role around yourself instead of the other way around, you know? Absolutely. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> that, makes, yeah, that makes complete sense. That makes complete sense. I was going to ask you now, when you made the jump um, from stage to television, um, were there any growing pains, or did it kind of come come naturally to you? Um, yeah, uh, yes, there were definitely growing pains. <laughs> um, lots of growing pains. Because <laughs> um, I, had, I had taken um, a few acting classes in, in college, um, but really the, the hardest part about being on TV and getting work on TV is the auditioning process. So I had to learn how to audition for TV. I knew how to audition for theater, but I didn't really know how to audition for TV. It's very, very different. Um, so I have, I mostly, not like getting my acting skills better, but getting my auditioning skills for TV was what I've worked on the most. And I still work on it. Auditioning is a whole other piece besides getting the job, you know? Oh, wow. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very, very, you're always kind of developing your skill as an auditioner, you know, until I get to the spot where I don't have to audition anymore. But I'm not there yet. So I still have to keep auditioning, you know. <laughs> um, and it's good. It's good practice. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't need that. I, I like auditioning and, and you know. Um, so that's, that's, I think, the biggest growing thing was learning how to audition for TV. So. Right on, right it's on. very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, um, this is probably kind of a weird question, but do you get, like, nervous or, like, jittery before an audition, or have you kind of learned to, I guess, suppress that and just kind of 
be more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely have learned to relax. I definitely, I used to get very, very nervous for all auditions when I was younger. Um, but as, I, as I've gotten older and grown into myself, I think the nerves calm down. Um, and I've also learned that, like, for me, the more prepared I am, like, the, and the more I'm, I'm comfortable with the material, the less nervous I am. Um, so I, I find that preparation has, has helped the nerves, you know, um, and that's not how all actors work. Some actors just like to go in and, and, you know, barely, you know, just kind of be themselves and do it. But I, I like to be prepared, um, and read up on the character, read up on the writer and the director who's producing it, who's, you know, writing it. Um, so my nerves have calmed down a lot, but I still, I always, you always get easier and they're more brushed. As soon as you walk in, you know, because it's, it's, it's a, a small, you walk into this very small room with like two or three people, and <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a natural, you know, and there's like a camera right in your face, so it's just, it's a, it's a fun, I've now turned it into fun, though. It's a fun adrenaline that I get when I audition, and I actually enjoy the process. I really do love auditioning, so. Right on, right on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you, um. I guess, you know, each, each thing is different, um, but you've done work on um, uh, Memphis, which is a stage production that I really, really love. Um, tell me, uh, <laughs> tell me uh, what was it like, I guess, for you um, just, you know, working in theater, working on Broadway, and just basically preparing for those roles? Because I know that you, you know, you sing, and... Mm-hmm. Do you have any like added preparation that you had to do to kind of get you prepared for your roles in those parts? Um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into to doing those to doing a show period, um, especially on Broadway. Um, the schedule is very demanding, um, so you really have to take care of yourself. Um, and as far as like preparation the character, you know, there's weeks and weeks of rehearsals to, like, get you there. So um, that's basically, I mean, you prepare with rehearsals and, and learning about, you know, we had dialect coaches to make sure we had, you know, a decent Memphis accent. I'm not sure if it was perfect. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that, was, that was definitely a part of, like, the preparation so that you are authentically representing the story that we were telling. And that was a really fun show. Memphis is just such a beautiful show to do and to be a part of. Um, I was very fortunate being a part of that production. Um, so, yeah, just, I mean, the regular preparation that goes in, you know, it's a job. So, like, you show up, you rehearse, you do the show, and then you go home. You know, like, it, it, it is a job. Um, and that's how I always try and paint it to people, even being on TV. It, it's, a, it's a job. It's what I love to do, but it's still my job. So I have to Absolutely. be prepared. I have to take care of myself to be, you know, to work. So. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, you definitely have been uh, putting in the work a lot lately. Um, you know, most of our listeners know you from your role in Gotham, uh, as well as Power. And um, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to respond back to these comments. So Thomas Calderon. Uh, <laughs> at Tom underscore Calderon says that you're terrific as Detective Harper. How do you how do you like life 
at the GCPD. So we've got to we've got to <laughs> ask that question. <laughs> had, yeah, had got the time. <laughs> yeah, Joe the cop. I know Joe the cop. Um, uh, great. I love being on Gotham. I love being on set there. Everyone is super nice, and um, it's fun being in the GCPD as a whole other type of cop experience because you're dealing with villains. So it's from DC. So it's 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 fun. It's definitely a different, you know cop show like it's not your typical like law and order or whatever um, right <laughs> so i really enjoy kind of you get to kind of you really get to like play for the day you know and talk about all of these like villains and, and people that come in and out of the world of gotham so i'm i'm what well, you were saying that um gotham is it's unlike any other experience uh because i guess it's not a, it's not a standard cop show it's you know, right. It's, you know, you're dealing with villains and comic book characters. So when we're, like, solving the crime, you know, we're talking about, like, the pig or, you know, like, <laughs> right. all of these, like, you know, cartoon characters, which is so cool. It's like, it's, you know, it's suspended belief and you definitely get to play, you know, you play when you're there because it's, 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 um, it's just different. You're not dealing with, like, you know, like, SVU or, what you know, like, these serious crimes. Even though it's serious in the world, but it is still like a general, like overall make believe world, which I I enjoy. Absolutely. So I think that's why the like Gotham has some really diehard fans that are really awesome and, and dedicated to suspending their belief with us as well. You know. No doubt, no doubt. How much did you know about yeah. the role before you got it? Did you had you were you familiar with like Batman and just like the story of the city he grew up in? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was really familiar, but I definitely had to do my research uh, and just, like, getting more familiar and, like, you know, like, I, my role, my character is an actual, she is a part of the actual comic book world, too, so she exists on the, on a, on the page somewhere. Um, right, right. So that was cool to me, that it was actually, like, a real person that was involved in um, the story, you know, and never, not, never, her character's never been on TV before. Um, so that was really cool. And I did have to do my research, but like, you know, it's, um, it's a fun world to like immerse yourself in. So I had fun researching for this, for the role. Right on, right on. Uh, well, uh, could you ever see yourself or would you ever, um, I guess, consider doing like the comic cons, like where you meet fans and sign autographs and talk okay. about your, your <laughs> Um, you know, if they if they invited me, I would. You have to get invited to such events. So if I got invited uh, to Comic Con, I definitely definitely would go. Yeah, you can't just roll up. You have to be. Um, you have to. Be <laughs> and I, you know, I I would I would love to to represent Gotham at, at Comic Con. It's great because I know it's like a whole other culture. That I yeah, yeah, it really um, is. It, yeah, it's totally. So I would I would totally uh, love to be a part of that. Hopefully maybe next year or something, so, well, yeah, well. for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, um, so, um, what do you love most about the series and just um, working on it? Would you say is it, like, your coworkers and just the cast and crew, or is it just being able to, I guess, step into, you know, the fictional history of this character? What is it that you love the most about? 
Yeah, I think that it's it's really the um it I I love being on set. Like being on set is like a whole like I just you just I feel really good when I'm there. Um and the cast and crew has been so nice to me this season and what kind of welcoming me um to the the Gotham family. Um so I think all parts of it make it enjoyable. I'm honored that I get to be there. Um, I'm honored that they have had me back. Um, I was only supposed to be in a couple of episodes. And oh, wow. then I kind of created this whole, yeah, character arc on okay. the show. So that's been a huge honor and a blessing to be a part and to um, have some sort of standing on the show now. Um and I, so I, I, so like I said, all parts, all parts from cast, the crew is really awesome. Um, uh, you know, behind the scenes, hair and makeup, everyone is so sweet. And the producers, you know, for genuinely wanting me to be there and be a part, because it's, it's not, it's not often, this business is so hard that, you know, those type of feelings and those type of people in your corner are hard to come by. So the fact that I can be a part of a family like Gotham is, is Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I want to transition a little bit and uh, talk about uh, Power because you know that's the other other television show that uh, you're you're quite known for. Um, Do you remember? (laughs) Do you remember? I guess the audition and getting the call back. What What was it like for you getting that call back and just learning like, hey, I've been casted for this like amazing show on cable. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, it's, so it was the first season. That was the first. So I, it wasn't known. I didn't know what I was going in for. I, you know, power was not power that it is today. Because it right, was just right. the first season and no one had heard of it. Um, and I actually did not have a callback. I got booked after my first round of auditions. Um, so wow. I didn't have to go back in. Yeah. It, you know, it was, and again, it, it was the same type of thing, which I'm on some sort of track record, so I'll take it. But she was just supposed to be in that one episode. <laughs> and then they called and asked me to, if I was available to do more. So um, I love that. I love that, like, people love her. <laughs> I love that, like, she's a part of the, the power, like, world. And I love that people got attached to her. So that was also such a fun set to be on. And I'm so proud of the show and how much it's grown. And um, also, like, for, you know, the producers like Courtney, giving me, like, kind of my first shot at yeah. um, a recurring role and believing in me to bring me back. Because, again, I could have just been there for one episode and no one would know who Dominique is. So um, I'm very, I'm very, very fortunate and lucky and very pleased with um, being a part of that as well. I'm a part of two awesome shows, so it's, it's nothing to stop at. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah. Had a, a a listener comment on our Twitter. Uh, it's from Michael Moultrie uh, at b i g g underscore Nick M I C. Um, he wants to know: uh, Is there any chance that you are returning to power? <laughs> um, I can't really say. <laughs> I can't say yes or no. Um, you know, there's it's. it's it's not within my control. I'll say that much. I hope that, you know, I can't say, I can't say. <laughs> right on, Sorry. right on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just have to ask. <laughs> yes, yes, I can't say. <laughs> right on, I understand. I understand yeah. uh, 
you know, just your experiences in, in both theater and television. Um, what I guess, what advice would you give to the young girl that's out there listening, the young, the young uh, teenage girl or, you know, college student that, you know, really, you know, enjoys your work and, you know, desires to pursue, you know, a career and a lifestyle in entertainment industry such as yourself. Um, what advice would you give, I guess, that you wish you had gotten, you know, when you were first getting into the, to the industry? Mm, I wish I had gotten the tips that, and it sucks because we're in social media days, um, but I wish I had been told and just made sure that I knew in my heart that my journey was going to be different than everybody else's. You know, that my journey wasn't going to be the same and that just because you don't get a big job or a big role right away or even after years of trying does not mean that you're not worthy of having a career. Um, I, I'll, that's just because I think sometimes with the day, with the age of social media, young kids get too wrapped up in the idea of instant success and instant fame. And there's just truly no such thing. And I wish that I had just been a little bit more comfortable in the fact that I was going to run on my own path and that it was going to take time and it was going to be unlike anybody else's journey that I knew, that I didn't know, my colleagues, my classmates. You know, I was going to do it on my own time. And um, that's what I wish I had known because I feel like there's just so much pressure to be successful. And, like, success just looks so, it's so many different, there's so many different varieties of success. Um, some people' success is just affording to pay your rent in New York City, which is yeah. successful because it's poverty <laughs> and food. I mean, one of the most expensive cities in the world. So, right, um, right. So yeah, so that's definitely something I wish I had known, and just being comfortable in that fact. And like, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna be on everyone else's path, and it's okay. You know, it took me five years to get my first Broadway show, and that was a hustling in New York City, working hard and training and making sure that I was always putting myself out there and never getting too discouraged that I, that I give up, you know, or that I would have, you know, given up on my dreams. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, What's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from your work? I mean, you've played some pretty diverse roles on television um, and then, you know, your, the stuff that you've done in theater, um, you know, has been even more expansive, I'd say. Um, when people yeah. view your work for the very first time or, you know, if they are familiar with you um, and your work, um, what would you say is, like, the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from the work that you that you put out and you've done? Um, honestly, probably that black women can do anything. <laughs> they don't have Amen. to. They don't have to be this one track, one trick, you know, pony. You don't have to be the, the you know, you don't have to fall into the tropes of, of stereotypical black women. I'm so happy that the narrative is changing, but yeah. I'm glad that I can kind of be a part of the narrative that black girls can do anything. We don't have to do what the media tell you know thinks that we should look like or what how we should sound or what we you know how we should talk i i'm grateful that i've been able to create some strong characters that honestly have nothing to do with being black um right. and just That's be right. a part of of culture you know just be a part of the world 
So I'm, I'm, that's what I, and I continue, I'm really working on making that. That's definitely, I think, the forefront of my work and where I want my career to go is just continuing to change the narrative of seeing black women in a certain, in a, not a better light. Cause of course, you know, everybody is great and I'm not diminishing anybody or their journey, but me personally, that's always, that's always my mission and that the roles that I hopefully will be grateful enough to have in my future will continue to change the narrative. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, yeah. you know, we we as people of color, you know, we go through things that a lot of other, you know, ethnicities, you know, aren't really familiar with, but especially you as a woman yeah. of color, you know, and so yeah. it's just um, hearing you say those things is amazing, and I'm just, I'm super excited for what the future has in store for you. I think you're going to do, continue to do some amazing things, and the biggest thing that takeaway that I took from it was helping to break down those barriers of, you know, what we know as uh, black women and, and what they can do. You know, there, there's so much more than, you know, how, you know, you've been portrayed. And so it's really cool. I mean, like you said, you've been fortunate that you've gotten those roles too that, you know, really don't, you know, your, your ethnicity isn't, you know, doesn't really play a factor. And so, I think that that's just really cool. It's instrumental in breaking down those barriers. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you. I'm I'm excited. So hopefully, you know, who knows yeah. what the future holds, but that's that's going to be my that's my my mission statement if I, if I had to pick one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I just have two more questions because mm-hmm. I know you have to go. Of course. Um, my uh, my one of my questions is: um, Would you ever consider doing film? Um, you are um, already kind of uh, used to the DC, uh, I guess, universe uh, with the role of playing Gotham. And with the upcoming Wonder Woman 2 film, uh, there's been uh, rumors that possibly um, her, uh, I guess, evil twin sister, uh, Nubia, will show up. Would you Would you love to play a role mm-hmm. in that film or any other any other movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I would. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm still at the spot in my life and career where I have to be, uh, you know, people want have to want to work with me, you know. So yeah. I hope to, to get into film. I think TV is a good um, uh, entry point, you know, and then eventually you can kind of push into film. But um, I, oh, absolutely, I'm I am excited to see what opportunities come my way this year and how I'm able to curate those opportunities and, and use them to my advantage. So absolutely. I love all the, I and like, you know, like, like just like all of the strong, like the Black Panther and everything, like those yeah. movies are just so <laughs> key, key and instrumental. So I, I hope to be a part of that one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love it. I love it. Um, my last question is, is, um, what uh, current or upcoming projects um, are in the works that you can kind of tell us about? Because I know, like, you're not able to really elaborate on a lot, but um, is there any right. particular project you've got coming up that you can tell us about that you're excited about? Um, I'm really excited, and I can only share the title. The only thing I can tell you is what it's called. That's the only thing I can say. Um, but And I, I don't even know when it's coming out, um, but there is a new project on AMC that I'm very excited about that you'll get to see me in 
okay. summer, I believe. I don't, I don't know when it comes out, but I'm, I will be in it. And as soon as I can say what it is, then I'll, I'll tell everybody. But it, it is on AMC, and I'm super excited. I, I think it's going to be a great, great hit. And yes. um, I will be involved in that this, this year. So that's exciting okay. for me. <laughs> okay. Well, we look forward to it. Man, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Kelsey, um, thank you so much. It was uh, just a, an honor to have you on today's show. And um, I know you're super busy, so I'm just thankful that um, you allowed me to uh, do this interview with you. Um, I'm all out of questions, but I wanted to open the floor to you if there's uh, anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I'm glad that someone, you know, has noticed me and wants to talk to me. So it's, it's really exciting for me, and I'm just I'm glad that people, even like from like the fans from Power, like the fact that you still like care about Dominique and her coming back <laughs> is like, so freaking cool to me, and like it's not lost on me. So I'm just I'm very grateful, and you know every little bit of support means so much to me. So I'm just I'm I'm a happy girl. I love it. I love it. And where can our listening audience find out more about you and kind of keep abreast of your uh, upcoming things to come? Yeah, well, I post a lot on my Instagram account, um, which is my name. It's um, at Kelsey Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. That's my Instagram handle and same on Twitter. Um, And then my website is also KelseyGriffin.com where I post my most recent projects and IMDb and all that stuff. So uh, follow me on Insta. Awesome sauce, awesome sauce. I love it. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Thank you, Walter. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Guys, that was our exclusive interview with actress Kelsey Griffin. Uh, you can check out um, the uh, links to her work. Uh, we'll put the body of, we'll put her website link in the body of this post. If you guys are listening to us on SoundCloud, go ahead and subscribe. We're also available for iPhone users. If you've got an iPhone product or um, and Apple Podcasts at any time. You can listen to us by downloading the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Uh, it's available for free in the iTunes store. Uh, download the app, search for our show name, you can find Counterculture. You hear this interview with Kelsey. Uh, Android users have no fear. We're also available for you. Check us out in the Google Play store. Search Google Play, search music, uh, search for our show name. You'll hear this interview. Lastly, if you've got a Roku player or a Roku smart television, you can watch uh, this interview right in the privacy of your own home. Uh, we have over 200-plus hours of original content programming and interviews, all free of charge. Uh, from the Roku player or your Roku smart television, just go to the channel store, search for our name. Once you search for our name, download the app, and you can begin streaming, all free of charge.